0: Welcome to The and Box,
1: where dancers go for show prep and candid chat. I'm Claire Kretschmar.
0: And I'm Aron Sands, and we are dancers with New York City Ballet. Welcome to a new episode of The and Box. Hi, Claire.
1: Hey, Aron.
0: So I have a question for you. Go for it. Are you on Instagram?
1: I am on Instagram.
0: Are you on the social media? I'm on
1: Instagram and Facebook, and then that's it. All right. And WhatsApp, that, that's...
0: that's, uh, that's, that's not social media, but I love that you think that it can be. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm on
0: iMessage. Are you on iMessage?
1: I'm on email. <laughs> <laughs> that's digital. Um, um, yeah, so I do have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can find me at seek.
0: <laughs> Please, plug in. Plug it in.
1: <laughs> Secrets92. C-K-R-E-T-Z-9-2 on Instagram. But That's yeah, a fire name.
0: Thank you. That's a fire name.
1: I know. It's a play on the word secrets.
0: What about Facebook? Where can people find you on Facebook?
1: Just my name.
0: <laughs> Great. Great.
1: Yeah. And my phone number is... I'm oh, just God. kidding. <laughs> and the socials are... <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about social media today. And Arun, you are actually not on social media.
0: Well, technically, I didn't delete it because yeah, I kind of like logged out of uh-huh. Instagram during the pandemic. Yeah, because it it was a time for me where I kind of like needed to be away, yeah, like a
1: detox.
0: Yeah, and then I I have found that I'm able to be currently. This is how I feel today. Who knows how I'll feel tomorrow? But I have felt that I. Able to be my most self and my most present away from social media. And I haven't missed it and I haven't gone back. So I don't know if Instagram has gotten rid of my account or not. I cannot remember the password to log back in. So I didn't delete it. But
1: yeah, I think you'll probably. I'm
0: not going in it.
1: Yeah, that's great. No, and I think it's smart for people to realize when something is not doing them good to just let it go away yeah. you know to like yeah. let it not
0: I don't know to what point I can see that it was doing me bad but I think it's a good way to put it that it wasn't doing me any good
1: yeah so you're like I'm just gonna nix that
0: yeah out of my life yeah
1: yeah even for me being on Instagram and Facebook there are challenges there are definitely challenges Certainly. yeah that I feel so just when when I'm using social media if I can tell that this is not going to do me good right now, then I just don't go there. Yeah. I just don't go there. But if I'm like, oh, I kind of want to know, sometimes I want to know, like, what's going on in the dance world especially. And I'm like, oh, like, what's going on with these friends? Especially for me now yeah. that I'm away from New York City Valley, yeah. sometimes yeah. it's kind of fun for me to see, like, what New York City Valley dancers mm-hmm. are doing or what other companies are doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so there is this element of, like, kind of... Getting news almost yeah like dance dance news and then other news as well too but specifically for me I get like dance news yeah because I can see images and videos and
0: it's um, it can be very informative Mm -hmm. I I got to give them that it can be very informative but
1: then there are all these repercussions too like we have privacy issues where like you know things might go out there to the world that you're like oh I didn't really want that to go out there to the world but somehow someone got me in a photo and it's now yeah
0: there's a little bit of overexposure
1: yeah and then there's I mean I'm kind of going into just the different avenues now that Mm -hmm. social media can the different forms it can take but then there's the marketing element where people are like advertising for different products or for who they are
0: or shows or
1: shows. Yeah. Upcoming shows. That's what we see in the dance world a lot. And then there's this like a curatorial element where people are just sharing like art. Yeah. Like in different ways, whether that's yeah. a video or image. or yeah,
0: Be they, their own art or someone else's. Exactly. But
1: yeah. yeah, like this artfulness. There can be like an archival
0: mm-hmm. I know element there are ar- yep, to archival it. Yep, yeah, archival Instagrams
1: out there, both in and outside of the dance world, sharing history about different things. But yeah, there's so many ways that Instagram, and um, I should say social media in general, are used, some for personal and business, that it can be tricky to know like... How, how do I use this? Mm-hmm. And is it good for me? Mm-hmm. And for ballet, an art form that's so much about live performance, Right. it's interesting for us as dancers to have this outlet of expression that we consume digitally. Yeah, just balancing that living art form of ballet mm-hmm.
0: with this... It's yeah. not
1: really alive in the same way but it's, it's like a, a um, accessible
0: digital print <clears throat> yeah. that you leave behind. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's something that a lot of dancers and just people in general are grappling with. Mm-hmm. So we
0: we're going to hear from the social media princess of New York City Ballet herself.
1: Yes sir, we're going to hear from Olivia McKinnon. She has been in the company since 2012. Mm-hmm. And she was recently promoted to soloist in early April, April 1st, yes. she's told us directly herself she was promoted on yeah. April 1st, 2023. And yeah, she has a social media presence that speaks to lots of different ballet domains. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I would say people who are interested more broadly in I would say something that's well curated and beautiful and and real. So, so
0: let's get real.
1: Let's get real with Olivia McKinnon. Here she is. Welcome, Miss Olivia McKinnon to the Rosenbox podcast. We are so happy to have you here to talk about ballet in the age of social media. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Yeah. So you've been a dancer with the company since 2012.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And let's get right to it. You have a social media presence. And I'm curious, when did you start to develop this social media presence and why did you pursue that path?
2: So I've always had a presence, I guess, when I first got into the company, I've always had an Instagram. That's my main source of presence on social media, I guess I would say. But I started really cultivating my presence at the start of the pandemic when everything was shut down for us, we couldn't perform. And, you know, I was in my home studio Trying to stay motivated, doing all my classes, and... This is in
0: Alabama, right?
2: This is in Alabama, yes. And uh, I was trying to figure out a way to just keep myself motivated. I started, you know, doing workouts and my Pilates exercises, and then I started creating some of my own exercises, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to create my own class. And I made a class called Choreography. It was all focused on the core. And I was like, you know, I think I might put myself out there. Because everyone was doing these live streams. And I decided to do a live stream one day. And it felt just like a performance. I was just as nervous. <laughs> I really was. I was just as nervous. I And at this point, I really only had like 2,500 followers. Like it wasn't a lot. Like I was really putting myself out there. I didn't know who was going to come on and, yeah. and do the class with me. And I ended up having the best time. I really did. I I cultivated like a little playlist and everything. So that's when I really started growing. We're from these ballet-inspired fitness classes that I started offering during the pandemic. And it was a way for me to stay active and inspired and creative. But then my following also started to grow. So I started doing it weekly. Everyone was giving me a lot of positive affirmation from the classes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll keep offering them. And then I started doing these takeovers with different brands. So I started working with different companies pretty early on, and they were gifting me like something from their company to wear for the live stream, and then I would take over on their page. And it was just a way to really connect and grow even further. So that was sort of how everything started for me, were these valley inspired fitness classes. And then I also started getting very creative with my posts and posting more.
1: Yeah, you have – so I'm on Instagram and Aron is not. So I've been able to watch your presence grow over the past few years, and it is very much this combination of, like, educational Mm -hmm. um, exercise class content and then also this marketing side where you share your own brand, if you call it that, plus also, like, the different brands or companies of clothes or – I don't know, makeup products or, you know, the different things <laughs> yes. that might come your way. So it's a very, you have you have a very diverse, it is
2: diverse um, yes. platform that you've created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just share my life as a professional ballerina. And I think the ballet Inspired Fitness was really, it started everything and it's still there a little bit. You know, we're so busy now with our performances again. So I do try to do classes here and there, but I would say more of like my life my inside mm-hmm. life, the behind the scenes, the performance footage, all the little tips and tricks and things have kind of started to trickle in more. And then more lifestyle, beauty, wellness has kind of come in there as well to play a little bit, which has been fun for me.
0: And it's so genuine to who you are because you literally care yourself and care about these things and spend the time informing on what's good and what products are good. Like you do this oh. regardless of... Instagram being on or off.
2: Thanks. Mm -hmm. Well, I I genuinely, like, whenever I am working with a brand or company, it's a company that I've used for years or I use daily. And Mm -hmm. I would never, like, put anything out there that I don't use. And so it's really fun for me because I am, like, I'm such a girly girl. Like, I I love, you know, products and finding the right dress to wear or this and that. And so it's been so fun for me to be able to work with some of, like, my dream brands and just to be able to collaborate with them, has it's been really exciting. So,
1: And I would think that that establishes a good sense of trust between you and the brands probably, mm-hmm. but also you and your followers. Mm-hmm. Like if you are advocating for a product or a class or sharing just like a beautiful video or image of you dancing, I'm sure that your audience is like there's some kind of trust there because you are advocating for things that are genuine to who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's that's really important, especially in the world today, because you see people promoting so many different things. It can be also consuming, and you don't really know what is true and what is not. And yeah. so I think that was like my main objective and goal from the very very beginning when I started this presence was to just stay really genuine to who I am, but also keep everything very professional as well, because I am really sharing my professional life mainly with New York City Ballet, but then also you know they get to see a little bit of who I am as well.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a really good way to approach it because I feel like people can get really swallowed up or taken over by like Mm -hmm. companies that really have the power to offer you something. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, you just start to say yes to everything because you're also, you know, every opportunity will bring a new opportunity. So you don't want to turn down offers or opportunities. But I feel like knowing very well who you are and what you want to do and staying true to that is like, the most important thing.
1: Yeah, and it, it prevents you from like selling yourself. You yeah. Know? Like that's kind of what I'm thinking about when you're talking It's like yeah. selling I mean, your soul to something. To that, anyone who is just yeah, like, offering like. Yeah, to anyone like, totally that like offers you money or something, you know, whatever. Yeah. Which I understand that there's a part of Instagram and social media that does, like, it can give people can. income. Right. That's a necessary thing for all of us is to have a source of income.
0: And but at the no same judging. Time- if that's what you want to do and find that coin and hustle, <laughs> like, go ahead and do it. But <laughs> if you also want to maintain, well, as you said, some sort of uh, trust with your followers. Yeah. And a level of... Um,
1: Integrity? I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but you did.
0: but. <laughs> you know of or just simply quality. Like yeah, you want to you, you want to yeah. maintain a level of quality within your work. Mm-hmm. Because also you do not only just provide content about brands or products but like you also feature your career mm-hmm. and very much yourself as an artist and person in there too. So like mm-hmm. you got to keep everything complementing yeah. each other. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you navigate being fully present in your ballet career while also having this digital presence?
2: That's a good question. So there are days where I feel extremely inspired to curate and create and I can do one to three videos in a day if I'm feeling really inspired Um, and then there are other days where I come into the theater and I'm just like you know what It's about me doing my rehearsal, doing my performance, going home and resting. Mm -hmm. And it just really varies on my level of inspiration and also what I need to get done. I I can be really motivated some days. It just depends. But I've never let it get in the way of my career or anything like that. If anything, it's just been a wonderful outlet that has just helped everything flourish even more. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the most part, when I am at the theater in performance season, you'll see most of my content is season performance related so Mm -hmm. you'll see behind the scenes of me getting ready for a show that I did you know the night prior to some footage of me doing one of those performances so a lot of it doesn't really get in the way it's more so I just set my little phone up while I do my makeup and then same thing but set it by the rosin box or something as easy as that and it's not it's not that hard so because it's it's my life I'm just sharing exactly what I do every day for the most part. Yeah. One of our questions that we wrote down
1: was, do you see your Instagram as more a business or a personal outlet for
2: expression? Mm -hmm. And I'm curious
1: how you would answer that.
2: I think it definitely has become both for me. And even if it is a partnership or collaboration with a brand, I'm still using that creative expression in some way just by curating and directing how I want the video shot and I really enjoy that whole process it's something I find a lot of joy in and you know we're on vacation right now at the company and I have like several videos I want to work on and this and that and it's something like I I look forward to truly because it's like the choreographing of it and you know it's it's honestly very balletic when you think about it
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) and the curating side of creating this content I think Mm -hmm. is fun for a lot of people to like figure out like what you're gonna do how you're gonna do it it gives everyone the chance to be like in some ways like a filmmaker or photographer or um you're growing skills editor yeah yeah so I can see how it it is very fun and Mm -hmm. not too taxing because you're just literally kind of setting up your phone in different places and capturing the things you're already doing
0: right yeah (laughs) It definitely, I feel it, it requires the right personality to to do it and do it well and not to let it, not to Consume. let yourself loose into it to the moment mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, I, I, I no longer remember why I was brought here in the first place. Like, right. Like you got to remember what your main objective reason is, is yeah. for being in here.
1: Yeah, because first and foremost, you are a soloist dancer with New York City Ballet. Like, yeah. in the work setting, first and foremost, mm-hmm. you're a right. soloist dancer with New York City Ballet. And then, professionally, a lot of other things come on the side. Right. Because yeah. it is, like, already such a time-consuming profession.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and you want to do it really well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: it takes a lot of time and energy yeah. and practice to do that job really well.
0: Yeah. I mean, and no, again, no judgment to the people that trade in whatever their professional goal was before to now have like an online presence and like continue to grow in that way. Because, I mean, I've heard rumors that some principal dancers in other leading companies in America, sometimes they make more money through Instagram and their social media presence Mm -hmm. than their actual salary as dancers. Mm -hmm. So that really makes me think it's like, well, if. From a business perspective, as an individual, if you're following the money, like you gotta get your ducks in a row differently now, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I again, do. no judgment, but it puts yourself in a situation where your priorities might be slightly different right,
1: now, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the, the kind of like tough question is is following the money That's the right the, thing to do? That is that yeah. Which segue to one of our next questions. Do we think social media is helping or hurting the art form of ballet? And I feel like there's so many different avenues. It's a controversial it's Yeah, there's so many different avenues that we can go down. We've already, like, touched upon, like, the element of marketing that comes with Instagram, the art making and the curatorial sides of it where we share Mm -hmm. ballet and dance to, like, a wider network because digital... like a lot of people yeah yeah people have most people have access to the internet or digital media and then there's connection between people i know olivia what are your thoughts do you think social media is helping or hurting ballet
2: yeah i think there are pros and cons to it just like with everything in life when you think about it right the cons and i've seen them in real life happen with some of my followers that i've met by them saying like oh my gosh like I saw this on Instagram. I've been doing this. I've been doing this stretch, holding it for many minutes just, you know, because this lady said that it would be very good. And and, and then you look at the dancer and, I, and I'm like, you know, you need to strengthen this, you know, and not stretch. and Or just things like, oh, I saw one of the dancers that I look up to so much not wearing anything in her point shoes. And so I tried it and I have all these blisters now. So it's like, you know, there can be a lot of comparison within the world of social media. But It can also be in the real world as well. So it's all within how you take it and how you manage that within yourself. The one pet peeve that I just can't stand is when I see people with little to no experience just really providing so much advice and unfiltered advice for all these dancers that are just searching for anything that they can grasp and hold on to. So that's my main thing that can be harmful for young or you know, adult dancers. Honestly,
0: yeah. That's a main mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we can <laughs> get into this for a, a in a deeper way, but like people that just self-proclaim themselves professional in <laughs> any field. Right. Again, this is has even beyond ballet. It's like people that somehow they believe that they're an expert on a field that perhaps they're not, <laughs> and how hard it is to. Separate the people that truly are from the ones that are not because through social media, it's really easy to present an image and to make other people believe that image, including yourself. Yeah. That might not be the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's it's a very slippery slope, in my opinion.
1: As a consumer of this media, you have to, like, cultivate in yourself this wisdom to discern, like, what's What's true and what's not. And sometimes it's very difficult to know, especially if you right. are like you're like a t- young, young dancer. If, if, you if, if you're young, if, you're not, if you happen
0: to not be an expert in the field, you might not be able to differentiate totally. what's right. good advice and what is not so good.
1: Right. Yeah. You mentioned something, Olivia, the comparison mm-hmm. game. It, it's almost amplified. It mm-hmm. seems to me that it's easier to fall into the trap of comparing and right. getting like sad mm-hmm. with comparisons with social media because social media is such like a people put their most perfect right mm-hmm. self there mm-hmm. that is not all like it's it's great you know we're kind of like people are trying to show their best the self yeah. <laughs> yeah but they're, but there what with that I think if social media is like one of the main things you consume whether you're a young person or an older person there can be like greater Feelings of sadness with comparison, comparing yourself to someone mm-hmm. else, because what you're seeing is the best version right. of everyone. The best edited, the best edited, the best take version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it can be very demoralizing mm-hmm. or saddening, you know, for for anyone. So yeah, it's a slippery slope.
0: Well, here's the thing, especially because the art form itself, it's very much not like that. You don't go on stage and then get to try it. 3 four times and then like let the audience go away with the best take on whatever you just tried you know mm-hmm. like you just go out there and give your best and sometimes it goes perfectly or even above that and sometimes it doesn't and that's what really makes a professional dancers to use that performance and to use how their body's feeling and to use how the show is going to turn it into something interesting that the audience could be into it and and like Mm -hmm. but and this is not a surprise to anyone anymore like social media it's not a hundred percent realistic of anything you're presenting a product that is curated to the point of like being very presentable and usable Mm -hmm. and that you are proud to present and as that may be in other fields i don't think that translates to be perfectly equal in the performing arts when it comes to live performance
1: yeah because you're saying that live performance is kind of raw it's in the moment yes I mean, you work on it to a point where you want it to be beautiful yeah. and curated, but at the same time, it's living. Yeah. And whereas, like, the digital world is not,
0: like, alive. You also, <laughs> I'm just, I, and here's the thing, it because it's controversial, because controversial <laughs> some people will put a clip of them dancing out there, and from people seeing from the outside, they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. Like, they did, like, eight pirouettes. But I'm just like... Can you do that on the stage? Can that be recreated? How are you getting into and out of the turn? Like, during a whole ballet mm-hmm. and a complete ballet, like, there are more elements than just mm-hmm. doing that. Like, yeah. are you tired when you're doing this? Are you not? Like, yeah. what you on stage certainly will be. Are you capable of doing that? So it's also presenting the standards that, like, when people do go to the show and all of a sudden the, the dancers may not be doing these tricks that they pretend to be doing on social media, then they're, like, potentially, like, let down or disappointed or, like, oh, this is not the dancer that they claim to be online. And I'm not talking about your Olivia McKinnon's particular <laughs> social media. I'm talking about other oh, stars. Generally. And generally. And that really... It doesn't gel with me. It's
1: it's tricky because like, what's what's inherently bad about someone just
0: doing eight pirouettes and putting, nothing, a, you know, nothing not, that's is inherently bad. bad. That's what I mean, that's what I mean. It is it is controversial in the, the sense that like the tricks get the views,
2: though. So you know. I know, so it's
1: <laughs> yes. like,
0: like, and but, also I can see like, oh, it is smart to do a trick because that will get you views and that will get your yeah, followers and, uh, yeah. yeah, the whole thing.
2: I do have to say though, I think it does depend on who you follow because. I am seeing more and more of like this real life, like sharing the not perfect qualities Mm -hmm. here and there. And I will say from my own experience, just the more and more I've created content, I've done less and less takes the more I do videos. And I don't know if it's because I'm like, oh, I'm getting used to it. But I think it's more so I'm less hard on myself Mm. because in the beginning it was hard to really put yourself out there for so many people but now I'm like, you know what? They'll either like it or they won't, and I don't really care. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I, at I, the I, end of the I day, like that.
2: I know who I am, and
0: uh, hello, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and the people that know and you, I they like know who it, you are. They know who yeah. you are, and exactly. I like it. So I think we're our own worst critics sometimes. But I feel like I have given myself more and more grace over the years of doing this. But there are many pros to this because I know we just talked a lot about the cons, yeah. but there can be so many pros to the world of social media mm-hmm. because you can connect and learn from incredible teachers, mentors, and and dancers from wherever you are in the world that you may have not had the opportunity to mm-hmm. even have that type of connection from where you live. It can be so special in many ways and, you know, gaining the guidance and help and even like ballet outfit ideas because like some people are in small studios and that's something that I love looking at is everyone's style.
1: I know we've talked like when I was in your dressing room, we talked and sometimes you would just tell me about these connections that you had with your followers. Mm -hmm. Mm. Just like pure, joyful connections. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if you can talk about that, too, as like a pro to social media and you having an Instagram, just the connections you've made with some
2: of your followers. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that's one of the best blessings that you can receive from putting so much effort into the world of social media because I have been able to cultivate and create a lot of different relationships, which has been wonderful teaching opportunities and also friendships as well. I've also had like a few people stop me like in the city and sometimes in my hometown and just to say hello. And it's like, it's so fun because I'm like, I had this lady and she had the cutest dress on one day and she stopped <laughs> me and she was like, are you Olivia? And I was like, Yes. And when I looked at her, I was like, oh, this is exactly how I envisioned one of my followers. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I can be friends with you. And it was just like the sweetest (laughs) thing. But I'm, you know, I didn't quite even know what to say. But it's wonderful to have people like appreciate what you put out there and be able to form those relationships and connections. And just going back to certain pros that the social media world can have is, you know, years ago, when I first heard about New York City ballet and the School of American Ballet, like there was really not that much to take off of. I remember we got these brochures in the mail and I knew the dancers from these brochures. Like Me fr- too. From Totally. Like a picture on paper. And, you know, I was like, oh, she's really pretty and this and that and um and that's really all I was going off of. And I remember when I took my first trip to New York City With my mom, I was like eight years old, so I saw The Nutcracker, and I got to see these dancers more up close, and it was the most incredible thing. But now, as the world of media has grown, you get to almost have like this special, very up-close and personal relationship with these dancers within different companies, and... It's just grown more and more and it's just so cool to see because I just remember how it was like anything I could grab onto and hold on to with like my dream company was so special. I like still have all those brochures and now being able to see how much people are able to put out there within like a you know the right way not sharing too much but mm-hmm. just like the behind the scenes of everything I know I know that's what my followers love seeing the most is just like the day to day what's behind the curtain. Before the curtain goes up and what I do like after the curtain goes down. All of those ins and outs of the life of a ballerina. (laughs) Do
1: you think people are more interested in the behind the scenes or like the scene of the the ballet?
2: I think people prefer different things. I think for the most part they love to see like the real life of a dancer. Like what I do before to prepare and what I do after to wind down. But then for those that don't live in New York City, that can't make it for a trip, that are far, far away Mm -hmm. in the world, they get to see like a performance clip here and there. And that's like what they hold on to. And it's really special that we can share in that way.
0: I'm curious to because you've had such or you are telling us all about your positive experiences. Have you had any criticism? Because I know there's a dark side to social media Mm -hmm. where people have freedom to comment for the good or the bad. Have you experienced any sort of negative or dark um, criticism through social media?
2: There's always going to be those people that have, like, you know, so much time and they're going to just comment negative things. So I have had negative comments here and there. I mean, I honestly don't even remember what they were because I try not to even put any energy into it. Mm -hmm. If I see something or if I see someone, like trolling me or whatever it's called. I just block them because I'm like, I don't have the time for you. But for the most part, my following is pretty positive, which I'm thankful for. But yeah, like with anything, you're always going to have someone that like, is just not nice. And you just Mm kind of have to brush it off to the side. But that's just goes into putting yourself out there. And I think I've gotten stronger and stronger with myself, and actually more confident as well, which has been, you know, a blessing to be able to grow myself as a person throughout this experience. Because if it wasn't a positive thing for me, I wouldn't be doing it. And like I said, I have those bursts of inspiration and, and I know when I'm not feeling inspired, I don't go on social media and I don't push or pressure myself too much. And I think I, you know, I try to keep that really healthy relationship with it all. One thing I just remembered: I've had people say like, because, you know, we dance really fast in the company. I've had people like, say this is definitely sped up. Like some of my videos. Oh so no they did. Oh no they didn't. Oh like some of my like footage from shows or rehearsals, they're yeah. like, you sped this video up. People don't believe it. You're like, we dance <laughs> really fast it. here. Yeah.
0: I, I No, that's one of my I main vouch things. For you you they're are like, you're a definitely. fast dancer. You have very fast footwork. So yeah. Yeah. people out there believe what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Believe Olivia McKinnon.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh yeah. If it's sped up you'll really know, I think, but all the performance footage you see is is real. It's, real. it's that real balancing speed, everybody. Yeah. It's <laughs> hilarious. And
0: guess what? If you don't believe it, I'll you invite leave. you to come down to the show, <laughs> watch a live, and tell me if it's spit up or not.
2: Do you know that lady that? On, on social media? She's like this... She's like the grandma for Instagram. And she's just like, this is my outfit for today. And she's like, if you do not like it, you can leave. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I kind of just like, that's how I live my life. If you don't like it, you you can leave. leave." It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Also, I've been trying to integrate Mary Thomas into more of my... Social media world. I know my sister. She's also in in the company. company. She dances in the company with me. It's so much fun. And so we did like a little sister Q and A in DC together. And I feel like so many people loved it because they love that like dynamic, real life Mm -hmm. sister. Like we were almost even like bickering on one question at one point. But it was like you know that real life is just like that's what people really want to see. And but yeah, we have the best time together. And she like is trying to do a little more social media now, but. I'm trying to put her on my page a little more now that she's kind of like up for doing things. So that was really fun.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a
1: special thing to have a sibling. What's better than with one you. McKinnon?
0: Yeah, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You guys are sweet.
0: Uh, you were saying how actually having social media and having dealt with like very sporadic, perhaps um, bad criticism or trolls or whatever. And also dealing with the good criticism has uh, boosted you in a way to feel more confident and more secure about yourself. Has it translated, you think, to the stage and to your performances? Have you taken that self-confidence to your performance?
2: I do. I really think I have. And not that I need like that, like affirmation, but Mm -hmm. everyone definitely like it definitely helps to know that you have people that like love your dancing and are kind of like looking forward to seeing what you're going to do next. And so, yeah, like I have some followers that come to the shows and they're like, oh, I was here tonight and it was great seeing you. But I do think not even just like the positive comments, but just like me putting myself out there more has helped me grow confidence in and out of the studios and on social media. So it's kind of like all encompassing. Public speaking for me was something that I just like, I always wanted to work and cultivate it. Mm -hmm. but. It was definitely something that I was a little more insecure about. and But putting myself out there and talking more on the camera, which seems silly at first, has really helped. And I feel like sometimes you don't know those things when you look at someone's page. You don't know behind the scenes like what might be insecure for them. So I'm happy to put it out there. I was insecure with public speaking a little bit, everybody. Bravo, <laughs>
1: bravo.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. She's
1: the real deal, people.
2: <laughs> Clear. She really is. <laughs> and I think... You know, as years go, go on, you learn more and more about mm-hmm. yourself. But I think this has been a tool for me to gain more confidence with myself. And I feel like it has helped boost my career as well in a positive light, hopefully. so
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. It sounds like social media is doing good things for Olivia Yeah. If you, <laughs> like- if you
0: find the way to do it where, you, where it works for you... Genuinely, genuinely I think it's I think it can be wonderful
1: yeah and I think Olivia what you've been saying throughout is like as long as you know who you are and mm-hmm. you're confident in who you my are my mom it
2: always tells me remember who you are and to whom you belong that's like always something she does Dana McKinnon, <laughs> tells yeah. me, Dana McKinnon. shout yeah, out to we, Dana McKinnon shout out to Dana and so that's something I always think about remember who we are to whom you belong and that's you know something I always keep with me but
1: Yeah, because then at the end of the day, like, whatever happens on social media or on the stage or in your real life, you are okay. And you're still Olivia McKinnon. Yeah. Yes. And you're, like, proud to be Olivia McKinnon. (laughs) So, yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Olivia, for coming on the podcast. It's been a real treat and a real, like, intriguing conversation because this is new territory that we're in today. Yeah. In 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've enjoyed seeing you both in real life and on Instagram. Oh, I feel so. the same. <laughs> yeah, it's very special. So, yeah. And you
0: we come. can't wait to see more of it. And please, can you tell the followers where they can find oh, yeah. you?
2: Oh, yes. So my Instagram is just at Olivia McKinnon. And then I'm doing a little bit more on YouTube. So I think it's the same there on YouTube as well. Oh, what's going on on YouTube? I'm just posting like a little bit more like longer. Like mm-hmm. more. V- I'm trying to do more vlogging stuff. Like it's kind of. Still in curation, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, more vlogging and more like maybe some exercise stuff. So, cool. coming soon. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. Flashing lights. Coming um. soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Instagram is where I put most of my content as of now. <laughs> awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Olivia. Thank you and so much. Have a great day.
2: This is so much fun. Thanks yeah. for having me. Bye. 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 <laughs> You never show up to a party without something in your hand. Thank you. You have to have the hostess or Generosity. the Generosity. Host Generosity. You know, I've always been taught those things, but yeah, that's just that's because us? of my family. Yeah, we're What did you Is it out there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, well, is it a casserole? I brought out you. There? I, <laughs> <laughs>